Welcome to the Freud's Angels podcast, where two highly intuitive women dig into everyday problems using our connection to the divine, psychology, and energy work. We support you in your self-awareness, growth, and aid you in your shadow work. Now we're your hosts. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Grace. Let's get into the show. Hey, hey, angels. Welcome to the Freud's Angels podcast number 113. It's funny because we're recording this on 114. It was yeah. January 13th yesterday, Friday the 13th. So, Goddess, um, Goddess Day. Don't ever you make you guys feel afraid or think it's, you know, it's sketch or that it's bad luck. No, it is. It is Goddess Day. 13 is a good number. Yeah. It's only bad luck if you're uh, anti- <laughs> goodness and magic right right? (laughs) so yeah episode 113 uh this is a this is a long time coming like when when we discussed this topic and realized that we have never spoken about this topic is a little shocking to me honestly (laughs) well and me as well because we talk about it so much in our everyday lives that it's like, why didn't we think to talk about this on the podcast? But it, I think it just goes to show that there's, we still have issues with it. <laughs> yeah. Or, or that, you know, different awarenesses, you know? So I think that that's like part of what happens is like, um, we have awareness at certain parts in our lives and then something else comes into our lives to deepen the awareness that we already had <laughs> and like kind of grow that. And I feel like, you know, this is, it is it is actually perfect timing. I mean, the fact that for two years we haven't talked about it is a little odd, but it is almost like it, this is perfect timing to talk about it somehow. Yeah. And the conversation is also because I think that there's it's it's, you know, I think the idea of it is that it's because we've involved medical science. <laughs> yeah. That's generally it's like, oh, okay, now it's yeah. which is usually our opposite. <laughs> our opposite reaction of like yeah well you know what (laughs) there's more than just science well today (laughs) y'all we're letting a little of that in (laughs) so what are we talking about Vanessa we keep talking about as if it's like this confidential secret we're not even established I know we're like dancing around like it's something like brace yourselves everyone (laughs) (laughs) not that like big of a deal but it is huge deal it is it is actually a huge deal. We are going to talk about rest today. And I know that like here and there we talk about it. I mean, we absolutely talk about not pushing yourself and, you know, allowing yourself to regenerate and self-care and not having an empty cup and like, you know, like we have all of these things that we talk about and 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 the concept of rest comes in, but we have a deep understanding of rest right now that I feel like begs to be spoken about (laughs) yeah well and you know if you think about rest each of us has a different relationship with it and it comes a lot from growing up like what was you know what what did your family teach you about rest like for example I'll share mine like resting was it felt like a waste of time if I was resting I you know, it wasn't accomplishing something or that I had to go and and go and go and go until something was finished. Or, you know, like, like at one point my dad would always say that we were lazy and that, um, you know, that we weren't 
working hard enough. And so we'd get two jobs and it would just be like this massive, like, if you are not working every day, you're not working hard enough type of thing. And so that taught me that rest is optional. And that it's not something that I need to really pay particular care of. And I don't think I would have shifted that mindset had it not been for the chronic illness that I got from not resting and working 80 hours a week and like really physically burning myself out. Um, Had that not shown up, I don't know that I would have begun healing my relationship with rest. So each of us has a relationship with it. It's we have to identify how we got there, how we got that relationship and how to unpack some of the not so healthy parts of it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like, you know, same, you know, in, in, in my home, that rest was something that you did. It's, it's like you earned it by earning exhaustion, you know, so it wasn't really rest as much as it was like dropping, (laughs) you know, because you had worked yourself to the point where, you know, you, you had to rest, but you couldn't rest otherwise, you know, like that resting, if you took a nap in the middle of the day, it was like, what are you so tired about? You know, like, how have you earned this nap, you know, was kind of the the mentality of it. And it's not, you know, to, to say that this is like, you know, super toxicity that people are, you know, trying to like, deprive you of sleep and rest, but just generations long of passing down from being hardworking and being blue collar and all of that kind of stuff, just how that mentality just continues to go until somebody says, you know what? <laughs> I don't think that that's working for me anymore. <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, it, to me, to this day, I struggle with it too. You know, I mean, it, it really is like, um, really is hard to get out of that that laziness thing or there's always something to do and I do have a lot of interests so there is always something to do but um it's it be I will say probably right before I got into my last relationship I had been kind of confronted with that you know, of being like, dude, do you ever just chill? And it was reflected to me by a friend who wanted to sit down and watch a movie or something. And I like, couldn't do it. Like I was like holding on to a pillow. Like it was, I, and you know, he was like, I can feel <laughs> that you like, aren't relaxing. <laughs> like, Why aren't you relaxing? And it was like, cause I had all these things to do. And, you know, I, I could be working on my website or I could be doing whatever, you know, it was just like, even just sitting to rest, not just sleeping to rest, even just sitting and like not having to do something and just allowing myself to be entertained was too far of a stretch. I hadn't earned it. I needed to earn that. And the earning of it was, I mean, I don't even know what it was to name it right now. I can't. But then I get into this relationship with somebody who loves rest. Like It's totally like, I want to chill as much as possible. Like, why do you want to do all these things all the time? And it was like, what? Like, what? And I didn't want to judge that person. And I didn't, you know, it was almost like I became envious of like, <laughs> well, but you're doing all right. And you're not stressing. What does that mean? <laughs> Like, you know, like you're allowing yourself tons of rest and you're still doing life just fine. 
what, what is this? You know, so being faced with that for me was like, oh my goodness gracious. And now it's a little easier, but it's still hard to do. But I think, you know, I I don't know how much you're willing to share right now, but I think right now is a great opportunity to kind of discuss what happens when we don't rest. A lot, a lot happens. Um, And the other, the caveat that I wanted to share is also some of us grew up with grandparents who were farmers. Like my grandfather never stopped and never like, he got in and it, it was like, he went to bed like that. When you're a farmer, you don't, and, and to supplement their income, he worked as well as farmed. So it was like, he never really, so I, you know, I kind of intuitively got that sense of like working hard. And I never, my work ethic is never, <laughs> I can never, that can never be contested because I yeah. will, but, but it's, you know, but it's like rest and, and what that does. And I, and, and it ties in what my grandfather was always just so tired, mm-hmm. so tired. Um, he, you know, he would, he had knee issues. He had other issues. You know, he just physically was, you know, pretty tired most of the time. And, you know, my own story. So for the last, oh, since I moved here, Sedona is a different duck because I had the issue in Sedona, but the energy there plugs you into like this sense of like, you're, you have a supply bank of energy. Like there's a, um, a, like a general, like you're always have baseline energy. So you never really realize how tired you are. When I unplugged myself from living in Sedona, and I know some of you may not understand that and that's okay, but I'm plugging myself from that energy and moving to here. I started to get really super fatigued and like chronically fatigued and like my, the brain fog and like not being able to be cognitive. And like, I sit at work here at my desk and, and like start to nod off. Like I, like, I'm sure we see them in the movies and we, some of us have seen it in real life when you have people who are, you know, addicted to drugs and, and they sit there and they kind of like start to nod off. That's the type, that's how I was experiencing it. And when I did fall asleep, like to wake me, my friend, this is, this is when it really got scary was my friend came in my house and said my name and I didn't respond. And I was in one of those moments where I had fallen asleep and he went around to the other side of the apartment and knocked on my window near where I was sitting in order to wake me up. Like he couldn't like a rat, like I was like out, like I was on some, you yeah. know, drugs and I'm not, cause I don't do drugs, but yeah. like, that's the, the fatigue. And, you know, many years ago I had uh, like what, 20 years ago. Yeah. It was almost, it's over 20 years now. Um, 20 years ago, I did have a moment where I was, I had sleep apnea and I had a machine and for a while my symptoms decreased and my apneic events decreased. So we stopped using it and I moved to the States and and I had a Canadian version and nothing was whatever. So I stopped using it and I was fine. I was fine for the most part because at the time I lost like a ton of weight, you know, just because I was working too hard, not because I intended to or wanted to was because I was working really hard. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so bringing that back to here, I thought to myself, I wonder, because I know I snore, you know, I wonder how, what is my true rest? And I know my breathing also, because I've had, I had COVID like the uh, whatever variant, but it was a lighter variant of all of them. And I also have allergies like really bad. And so I was like, Oh, I wonder if all of this is like my whole body. Like I, and I, the, the weight gain, like I started gaining weight for no, like nothing has changed, but I was starting to gain weight and I was starting to not be able to sit down and, and have like, you know, when you're inspired and you want to write something and you're like, Oh, I want to write this blog post or this article. And, yeah. but yet you can't sit down and do it because your fu- cognitive functions don't work. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I started to see what was happening. I had started wearing my Fitbit to see how much sleep do I get in the night? And it was reading like three hours, three hours and 45 minutes. And I was like, oh my God, like, no wonder why I'm tired. So again, making the appointment with a doctor, I'm like, I've got to do something because I'm not sleeping. So had the home test with sleep apnea. They wanted me to go in because, and this is something I'll share with everybody. My, my overnight, my sleep apneic events, like they say eight is high per hour. I had 90. So that's more than one per minute. And it was like, oh, okay. So he's like, yeah. And my frequently my pulse, my blood oxygen levels would go as low as 50% 50 or 53%. My average at night is 83%, which is considered hypoxic, meaning I'm not getting enough oxygen to my brain due to these events. I tell you what, (laughs) I was like, it was, it was like, so relieving to know that I'm not crazy, like that there was a reason. And, and I, and that was because of, I'm not resting. I'm not getting enough quality rest. I'm not, no wonder why I don't want to do anything on the weekends is because I can finally like just lay on my couch all day and, and, and just relax because I don't literally have the energy to do anything else. And all the things I would pressure myself to do and like, you're just being lazy and you're just whatever. And all the judgment, I'm like, no, dude, look, (laughs) I don't sleep. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, and like there's zero regeneration happening. (laughs) Right. And so when I went in for the in-house sleep study with, with, with the machine, there was a good from like, it was a good solid four and a half hours that I slept. I knew nothing. I didn't dream. I like, I constantly have fever dreams. I don't, I dream constantly. And like, I, like I slept, she came in. I thought it had been an hour. It had been four and a half. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, really? And I was like, not really sure what was going on. Okay. That day, just with four and a half hours of solid sleep, I was like a squirrel on crack. Okay. I, or a hummingbird, whatever animal you can, I was like, I was talking, I was like talking really fast because I had a lot of energy, my work, I got my work done in like a 10th of the time if I normally get the work done. Like it was like, whoa. 
And like, I was like energized and, but here's how it affected me mentally. Like I didn't have decision fatigue when I was like, what do I want for lunch? I'm like, I want that. And I'm like, okay, I'm having that. Like there wasn't this sense of like, oh, I don't know. And, and like, and, and I just was like the decisions and the mood altering, having rest. I was bubbly. I was happy. I was engaged. I didn't mind talking to people <laughs> like what that, who is this? Like this girl, ain't it? you know, I was like, I don't know. I just had this general level of anticipation of hope of happiness of excitement that I have not had or not been able to access in over two years. Yeah. Like, to feel that emotionally is like, oh damn. Like <laughs> this is this is it. This is what I've been like, this is what I've been missing, or this is what I've been not able to access due to the extreme fatigue. And yeah. not only that, it's like I physically felt well. Like I physically felt, you know, like, oh, okay, my body had time to repair itself, to do its job. Because my mind was shut off and I was laying still Yeah. because I woke up and there was a lot of, like, I felt like my body was getting rid of a lot of what it was inside it, like, um, digestively. Also there was some aches and pains. So I'm like, Oh, what's happening here? Like, what is, you know, what is this? Yeah. Why am I feeling, you know, my sciatic and, you know, different parts where I've had issues, but I'm like, I haven't had a massage in over a month. That's what works out, you know? So I'm like, oh, okay. My body was starting to be able to tell me what it needed because it had time to sort itself out. I wasn't in this constant state of high adrenals that my adrenals weren't pumping constantly to just to get me to be alive and not fall asleep. And they had time to turn off Right. Which is what kind of, I think what made some of the pain like more apparent when I woke up, Uh which it wasn't even that much, but it was enough to go, Oh, I don't usually don't feel this, but okay. It's because my adrenals shut off and because they had a chance to go (sighs) and like, kind of like take a minute and just be like, dude, this chick is crazy. You know, it's like the nervous system is like out of whack. It's like, no wonder why I have a chronic illness, but it's, it's like, it gave me so much bandwidth. Could I? And I sit there and I said to myself, "Could you imagine how dangerous we would be with eight hours of like solid sleep?" Like I don't know I that run, I can run the world yeah. on eight hours of sleep. <laughs> but what? So so let's go back to the idea of rest. Like we're talking about rest. Rest does so much more than just laying around. And giving you time to just do nothing. It's not about stopping. It's not so much about even about, it's about all the things. It's about allowing your body to come to homeostasis, like to find that balance again, and like adrenal wise, nervous system wise, physically, like it needs time to do its job. Our bodies will naturally heal ourselves if we let it, but the more I feel we push our bodies and not give time to rest, the more we get away from its natural ability to heal ourselves. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I mean, and, and it's, it's funny, like when we started this out, it was like, we know this, right? Like cognitively, this is not the first time that we have heard these concepts, you know, over and over and over again. But but there, it's it's dueling with the societal concepts of, you know, go, go, go and do, do, do and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it doesn't until it like most things, until it becomes a problem, we don't often have our eyes all the way open. You yeah. know, we, we we are bargaining the entire time with what's more important, you know, and and it is very easy to think of rest as not important because we have all kinds of ways to not rest. You know, we've got coffee we've got you know all these things that will give us our short bursts of energy to make us feel like we can get through like we're repairing you know it's like the mentality of we are repairing my I'm I'm repairing my tiredness by giving myself a boost right when meanwhile the body's like this is unnatural like I've got this if you would just let me got this (laughs) like we would be fine but you're you know, not allowing it. And like, when you think of rest, you know, thinking of it as just hit, hitting neutral and letting go, right? Like just th- like when you would throw your car in neutral, you just coast, you know, it's not, you're not in drive, you're not in reverse, you're just coasting, you're allowing things to do what they need to do. And that that can be mental, that can be physical, that that, you know, that can be emotional but we, we are the ones in the way, you know, with all of our, our learnings and our programmings and all of that kind of stuff. In addition with what, you know, what we're doing to our bodies on a regular basis. And I think we're not taught enough about one. I don't think this, I know this, we're not taught enough about how to, to know ourselves, to know how to do this, you know, like, um, I know that when I have this conversation with people sometimes about rest and sleep and things like that, it's very much like you have to sleep between these hours and that's it because that's not, that's not how our, our society works. And I was just talking to somebody yesterday about how, um, overseas, how it works, you know, with, with the siestas in the middle of the day, you go, we have a nice big meal in the middle of the day, which makes more sense because you're, you know, you're working up to it and then you're working off of it and you have a nice nap <laughs> nice little resty right in the middle of it to allow your body to just reset and 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 those people aren't lazy or awful or anything like that and then they go to bed at night too <laughs> you know it's like what why is that so their bodies were made different than ours is that yeah. what we're trying to that's how we're trying yeah. to convince ourselves that their human bodies because their human bodies were born and raised in Europe <laughs> and my human body was born and raised in the United States well clearly we're different humans right like the the um uh the way that we've adapted as Americans is that we don't need rest like that's not it's absurd to think about it um, but it, it, I mean, it wreaks havoc on our bodies. You know, I, I think we, I've had periods of time where, where like insomnia was a thing for me and I was never okay. Ever, ever, ever. The brain fog was there, the fatigue, the irritability, the, you know, the poor food choices even, you know, I mean, it was like all related to not getting enough rest because then the body is like, well, now what are we going to do? We got to do something. And then yeah. my brain is like, well, you got to do something because you got to work, you know, and all of the systems get bypassed in order to survive <laughs> instead of being able to rest and thrive. And yeah. I think it's important what you brought up about, you know, that rest isn't um, 
always just like the shutting off thing, you know, like we think about it, that it's, it's intentional, you know, and that when you're, when you do sit down, you know, like with the example of, you know, sitting down to watch a movie, it's like, I've had to learn how to shift gears and how to be like, you are in entertainment mode, allow yourself to be entertained. That's what you're nurturing in this moment. That's what part of the rest is, is that you're not, you're not pushing your brain to do something, to think about something, to figure something out. Right now you are receiving entertainment. <laughs> and I know guys, it pro probably people out there listening right now are going, this is ridiculous. You can't just sit down and be entertained. No, it's not how my brain works, guys. And <laughs> I have a, a, an ADHD brain. I've got a trauma brain. That's not how it works in my head. It's, I very much have to be intentional about giving my brain a rest. I have to be intentional about giving my emotions a rest. And I have to be intentional about giving my body a rest or else it's total chaos. It is. And, <laughs> but also it's like, you, you know how, when you're, and I, and I, I kin this because I've heard it come from friends, but like mom brain, you know how, when you have yeah. mom brain and you're like, I can't make a decision because I don't know what to do. Like, yeah. you're like, what? I don't, I, what? I'm not really sure. Like, it's like, that's mom brains are for real because they've not only just had a baby, but they don't sleep because they're on the natural rhythms of the child, which is every two hours. It's like they need food. So think about moms who don't get rest. And, you know, when I, and I know this sounds very like pro-feminism, but, you know, I don't understand how people can watch their wives go through this process and to not have some sort of feel of some sort of like responsibility in that how do I help assist them Yeah, to see them have to be up for every two hours? Now I know there are many dads out there who, and, and moms, you know, double moms who are amazing at what they do. But I, I feel there is a gap in some places where they're just think that, yep, it's the mom's job. They take care of the baby, whatever. I go to work. I don't care, you know, and I don't I'm having a trauma, trauma trigger moment. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I mean, it's a... <laughs> like, absolutely hundred percent. And then totally devaluing the, just, the process. Yeah. And not realizing that because they're not getting any sleep whatsoever, ever, like unless somebody comes over and they're actively pumping and giving bottles, mm -hmm. they don't sleep. There's a reason why co-sleeping ends up happening is because the mom is so exhausted she can't function and so she is just like dude i need a solid hour of sleep they put the baby on the breast and they lay in the bed and and pray that they get an hour yeah. pray because they they don't they're not they're not getting solid sleep because they have one ear open constantly waiting for that baby to cry and i'm telling you what i after no, I've never born children. I've raised kids, but I've never had children myself. But I, I, I can't fathom what they go through. Just in my experience with not with sleeping three and a half hours a night, and and the effects that I have, I can't imagine that even 
having more than one child, having a baby while you have toddlers who are in school or, or kids, you, you have to get up at 6am because you have to feed them. And then you're still feeding, breastfeeding another baby. And then you're, you know, you have to get them ready and then cook them breakfast and then make their lunches or whatever, and then drive them to school or put them on the school bus. Like, dude, I, I, don't ah, know. I'm, I guess like, I'm, I, just in, I'm just in like trauma trigger response, like just rocking back and forth. Like, yes, keep going. Talk about it. It hurt. <laughs> like, it's just the sense of like, do you, I, I don't have any, I do not have any space for people to devalue that process yeah. or that, that being that. And then to, if you're a single parent to do it all by yourself, fuck that bullshit. Like, <laughs> I, you know, I raised three kids for, I don't know how many years. And, and that was a lot, but they were self-serving functional humans. Like, they were beyond the toddler baby stage. And I was so thankful for that because <laughs> I don't know that I could have survived doing more. <laughs> like, I'm just like, oh my gosh. So, you know, I, I really, I don't know how this turned into a pro mom, but let's do it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I need it. I need it. <laughs> let's give them some props because shit, you, you run a household, ba- birth babies, multiple ones and then you know and then you you're there's this expectation that you're still supposed to like hold down a job yeah and work at the same time Uh have your babies be ripped from you in six weeks rather than the six months that really it takes for you to bond with your baby like Uh i don't get it and 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 this is why i'm saying is like if you're a dad or, and you're, you're like thinking, yeah, my wife's got it. No, she doesn't. Okay. No, she doesn't. You, it took you less than 10 seconds to make this baby, <laughs> but this is also your responsibility. And I'm not hating on guys. I'm not, because I know there's some of you who are amazing fathers, yeah. but there are some of you that really have that bias against yeah. this process. Yeah. Well, that's the reality of it is that we're still learning how to teach men to be nurturing. And that's again, like, because it's not, it's not a dig. It's a reality of being like, we're still, we're still in this process of teaching men their role, you know, that their role isn't what it used to be, which is you just go make the money and, 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 and your wife figures out the rest because that's not the society we live in anymore. So the shifting of all of that means that we have to teach we have to teach different values uh, in the home in order to keep it in, in a homeostasis place. And that makes it hard for everybody. You know, I mean, do I understand 100%? I get that 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 means more mental load for them too, which is not normal for them, which is exhausting. I know because I, you know, like it's more mental load for me too, <laughs> you know, but it's like trying to equally add mental load creates a much different experience for both people you know and 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 that the idea of rest you know like as you're going through all that and I was kind of you know twitching over here like Jesus Mary and Joseph like to hear it being said out loud and being like yeah that's what you did you know like that's you had to do it there was no other thing that you could do so you're not sleeping all night you get up and you know my experience of the toddler I was raising is is a trauma kid so it was not get up and get ready for school it was get up and literally kick scream fight tantrum 
our way to school every single day while trying to take care of a newborn, while trying to take care of a dog and a household. And, you know, it's like, holy shit, the mental energy that that takes is expansive, which means that theoretically, the rest that you would need in order to regain your mental energy would need to also increase, but it doesn't, it decreases. (laughs) And it decreases more when you don't have anybody who feels like that, that experience of yours is valid. So they won't help you. And that is, that is the truth. We're still trying to teach the reality of what that is in today's society and how it needs to shift. And yes, like you said, some people are great. I know some amazing dads that like, I'm super proud of and I love them. And, but I also know some that I'm not proud of. And that I'm like, get it together, man. <laughs> As do I. But and I and I just what it just goes to show is like rest is real, it's necessary. There's a reason why we biologically need to sleep. Yeah. And there's a reason because it's the natural, it's how our bodies heal ourselves. Like, and I and I have, have such empathy and compassion for those who deal with insomnia or places where they cannot sleep. I I don't know how you continuously function because oh my gosh, I I I I feel you. I I do I I feel for you. I don't know how you exist and how you continuously function and how your adrenals are not shot like that you're not into adrenal fatigue. And maybe you are. It's just um but there's so many reasons why we tell ourselves we can't rest. There's, there's a reason, there's reasons why Vanessa and I are very anti-hustle when, you know, we, we've, we've, you know, vilified the, the, the people out there that's telling you got to grind and you got to hustle and you got to whatever. And I'm like, at the expense of what? At the expense of your well-being, of your health, is it really what you want to do? You know, are you trusting that, if you take care of you, that the universe will take care of you? Like, is it out of fear? Is it out of lack? Is it out of the need to show off? Mm-hmm. Like, do you need to have the Mercedes or the the uh, whatever's, the Bentleys and the, you know, the Bugattis and whatever? Is it is it that? Is it that important that you'll risk your health and well-being for it? Um, you know, some will say, yeah, it is. And that's okay. That's your prerogative. But it's really not. It's really <laughs> right. Like in terms of what your validation point is, it goes away. It's not, it, it's not, it's not really valid in the end. And I just, and I, you know, after experiencing what I experienced in these last couple of weeks, I've really realized that you don't realize what state you're in and how much you're coping with until you've removed the thing that is preventing you from, you know, when you solve the problem and you see how much you've been coping, you're like, Oh, (laughs) Um, sleep is for regenerative sleep is to give you access to your subconscious. And through dreams, messages come to you in your sleep. Um, And, you know, our bodies need sleep. Our adrenals need to be turned off so that they can rest and that they can be they can 
give you all the adrenaline you need when you're in fight or flight rather than maybe half or a quarter of what you need because you're already running high on the adrenal side. You know, uh, chronic illnesses, you know, take form when you're not resting, when you're not, I manifested it by not resting. I manifested an autoimmune issue because I refused to rest. Mm-hmm. It's it's real. It's it's real. Um, but also, I encourage you guys to really kind of take a look at what what belief systems do I have around sleep, around rest, even just resting. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you saying to yourself? I'm lazy. Or who's saying that to you? Who told you that resting is not is 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 optional? Mm-hmm. Um, because man, you know, half the accidents that happen, like are from people falling asleep at the wheel. Like, you know, I know there's, there's so much more than that, but like without rest, we can't function in a way. I feel that we're meant to on a consistent basis. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you talk about those of us in the spiritual realm, like you start to go a little bit do lally and you start to drink some of the Kool-Aid you, 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 you experience at night because when you don't sleep you have like i have these like dreams these crazy dreams and they begin to really affect my day-to-day thing because they're so consistent and i can't not get it out of them i can't like i can't release them because i'm in it as soon as i go back to sleep so it affects you know how you approach your work you know it's just by the grace of god that i will honestly say if I'm not feeling connected because I've not slept or that I'm having issues, I will say to a client, I'm not connected today. I need to reschedule because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to connect to the hollow bone when I'm not in a place where I'm a clear conduit. And when I'm connecting to spirit, I need to be a clear pipeline. And so some of that means that I need to watch where I'm at and to understand where I'm at. And that means that sometimes I'm not able to do what I love to do um, when it's, when it's extreme. I mean, most of the time I'm fine, but when it's extreme, I can't, I don't want to bring that energy into the mix. Right. Absolutely. And I think what, you know, like the conversation, you know, when, when you were thinking of, I, I kind of went to a place in my head because I, I miss my hammock, my hammocks in storage. <laughs> I miss my hammock because when I got my hammock, I committed to being like, you're allowed to lay in the hammock because you want to lay in the hammock and read a book or just swing or listen to music. You know, like you're getting the hammock because it's for relaxation time. You're allowed to relax just because you want to, you know, and that was really difficult for me because it was like, you could be doing yard work. You could be doing this. You could, I mean, I would even tell myself you could get in the car and go walk around nature. Like, that to because because it was an event and something I was doing that that seemed more valid than laying in the hammock and chilling you know it was like I have to be doing something in order to be grounding like I have to you know have have some sort of purpose that I am serving out to to achieve the same thing it felt like you know and and having to question where all that busyness came from was a big deal you know it it's all made up right? Like when we go back in time before all of technology and all of the ability to travel so, so easily 
and access all kinds of things so easily and window shopping and all of this kind of stuff, people were laying around all the time, (laughs) right? Like, you know, if you weren't a farmer and even sometimes, you know, like depending on what kind of farming you were doing, you get up real early and then you're done halfway through the day because it gets hot and then you just hang out the whole rest of the day, right? You're sitting on your front porch, you're doing what, did we call those people lazy? Absolutely we didn't, but that we call ourselves lazy because we're not accessing the millions of things that are meant to keep us busy or keep us controlled or spending money or, you know, other, otherwise in something that's not good for us. That was a major thing for me of being able to be like, okay, but why, why do you think you have to do that thing? What's so important about that thing right now that you have to busy yourself with it? And there was a lot of, you know, reality checks for me is that, you know, sometimes you were just making yourself busy to avoid having to deal with how uncomfortable you were not being busy. Yeah. And I'm like, dang, there's a, there's a whole nother story. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But that was, I mean, it was my gateway and I'm not perfect by any means in this process. I very much still um, battle you know, and part of it being the ADHD brain, but I do battle the, the idea of like, well, you haven't earned it. You haven't earned enough of something, whatever it is, you can rest when you have this much money in the bank and you don't have to worry about work, or you can rest when you have this many clients until then you bust your ass until you have them. And it's like, when has that ever worked? Right. It really ever worked because then you're too tired to do good work. Like it's just this horrible cycle. Get out of the cycle. Learn how to balance your life with intentional actions, faith in the universe and the things that are meant for you and taking care of yourself by allowing the neutral to hit. And it's, you know, it's a struggle on some days, but I, I am happy to have this conversation and be able to give myself a much needed pat on the back because I've been really beating the shit out of myself for the last couple of weeks about other things to be able to be like, you have made progress in that area. Good for you. <laughs> Absolutely. hundred percent. hundred percent. Absolutely. And you know, it's, I don't know. I I don't, I wish I had the magic potion to share with all of you, like how to be okay with resting. Yeah. Um, But the more that you understand your relationship with it, the quicker you can get to having a better one. So start there. Um, You know, and I think about rest too, Vanessa, as you were, as you were talking, I was like, yeah, when we rest, even if we're just resting and laying and being like, that's when spirit steps in, I think. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And when we can like have a moment to daydream or think about the things that we want to accomplish or mm-hmm. the things that we wish to do or want to do. And, and we can step into that space and like really feel into it. I think the messages come to us mm-hmm. when we're not filling our lives with busy things. It's like, you know, when, when we're so busy, it's like the spirit and the universe has to take a number and they yeah. don't like to take a number. They won't, they don't, they're not a fan and they're here to help, but yet you're so busy and, and not sitting and resting 
that you can't hear or receive their help. Yeah. And I think for me, when I'm manifesting or doing something to manifest, that's the biggest thing is like, I need to be calm and take the time to rest so I can hear what they're saying. Like, what's the next step? I keep asking, but I never stop long enough to listen to the answer. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're struggling, you know, with any of that, like, what do I do? What's my next step? Well, have you stopped long enough to hear it? That's my question. And I have to remind myself of that frequently. So it's it's not just, you know, it's not just everybody else. I do it too. But, uh, but yeah. So start with what are your belief systems around rest? Yeah. How, how is that cultivated? What's mm-hmm. the root of these belief systems? Early experiences. Just yeah. like we do when we talk about money. What, how did people talk about it? What did you see? What did, what was demonstrated with your closest relationships when it comes to rest? Yep. And once you have a few things to work on, then dissect it. You know, is this true in my current day and time? Do I, to the core of me, feel that this belief system is true? Mm-hmm. And how has it served me? Has it, has it served me? Has it helped me? Has it made it worse for me? Has it put me in a better place? Do I feel healthier and whole because of this belief system? And generally the answer is no, if it's not a good belief system, if if you feel rest is not okay, it's not served you. It's not really helped you at all. It's really like, I think of it this way is like the time I refuse to rest it's like I have to add another 10 minutes on to when I do rest because I refuse to rest in the beginning. Yeah. So it's yeah. like I'm more tired. So the 50 minute naps don't work anymore because I'm not allowing myself to rest enough. Right. And the case can be made that if you're sitting down to do this activity, the answer is no. <laughs> that yeah. it does not serve you because you clearly see a problem and that's why you're trying to work on it. So the honesty, (laughs) the honesty has to come in, right? Like to be like, oh yeah, you know, it's totally been great. I've made a great life. Well, then why are we contemplating this? (laughs) There's a something in there that's telling you not quite. You're a little bit desperate for rest. Yes. Right. Like, or at least some sort of shift that helps you feel that way. And, and, you know, again, like some, some people sleep very well and don't give themselves mental rest. And that's, you know, that's part of it too. I mean, I think, you know, we, we tend to know that the physical rest is like a hundred percent. Like if you don't sleep, you're going to have problems, but, you know, giving yourself mental breaks, being, allowing yourself to not be so mentally busy all the time. um, Really like Grace was saying, opens it up to be able to receive more. You can't be in the giving and receiving mode at the same time. You have to be able to receive. And in order to do that, you've got to give yourself a mental break and um, rest, rest all of your, your uh, doings and mental doings and mental lists and that kind of stuff to just kind of let things flow in. It's, it's hard. I know I get it. I mean, we are not in a society that, that cultivates this (laughs) like in any way, to be honest. And, you know, it's funny, my first, like, 
psychic intuitive mentor used to always tell me, go to sleep, go to bed. Like, cause I'd be up or I'd be posting on social media and she'd be like, you need to rest. You need rest. She yeah. would always tell me that. And I would just be like, okay. And never do it. Yeah. Like sure. Someday. Yeah. 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 So uh, <laughs> I encourage all of you to rest. I encourage all of you to, I know it's easier said than done, but it's possible. Yeah. And listen, we're here. We're here for you. Whatever, whatever we can do. I mean, I think we, we didn't even really touch too much on, on the, the, the energetic part of it, but I think that there's, when you're clearing out all of this stuff and Grace, you did mention how your body was naturally because you started to get some rest, wanting to clear some stuff out like digestively and, and within your muscles and lactic acid and, you know, all of the kind of stuff that, that goes with, you know, our, our bodies regenerating, but don't forget your energy field and being able to clear out the belief systems physically from your body. And that's something that grace is great at and can help you with in order to regenerate, you know, those energetic cells around you. So feel free absolutely to reach out graceevergreen.com or graceevergreenoutlook.com. Nice for the first time I got it right. <laughs> and if you feel like mentally, you know, that, that you need some, you need some help with this because these systems run so deep and these programmings run so deep within you that you really need to work it out with, with somebody I'm here. You can reach me at vanessaperry.net or vanessaperrycounselor at gmail.com. And, um, you know, we can work on that because it is possible. I know that in this society, it feels like it is impossible to slow down, but people do it every day and continue to be successful in all the ways and continue to be happy in all the ways. It's just, you know, it takes the work to shift it. It does. And the one thing I want to mention um, before we close up and thank you, Vanessa, for sharing, you know, our contact info, because I really, we are here for you guys. But if you think energetically, you think about you're, you're working through a problem, you're, or maybe you're in therapy with Vanessa and you're like, where you had some epiphanies, you're clearing some stuff out, you're creating new belief systems, you feel empowered. If you're tired, it's harder to let go of some of that stuff and to move through the emotion than it would be if you rested. When you're fatigued, and I can attest to this over the past two months, it's sometimes more difficult to release and let go of certain energies and emotions because we're so tired. It's like you don't have that natural release because when you're sleeping, your body also, like... I feel like that's the time that I get to release all the things that I, that I'm not serving. But if I'm going to bed in a state of mind of thinking and healing and in the, in the middle of the emotion and I don't shut it off because I don't sleep, I'm going to wake up in the same place. I don't get to reset my energy. Mm -hmm. And so you're perpetuating this issue or maybe even you're, you had a moment or you had, you're, you're in an emotion having that sleep helps you reset that for you. It kind of gives you that clean slate because the, the nervous system is off. The adrenals are off. Your brain gets a break. It can, cause really when we're processing, it's a lot of brain energy. So when it actually shuts off, 
we finally get that point of the next day is a new day. That's how you create the new day is you have to rest. And, and, and if you're not getting a quality rest, meaning you feel you go to bed and you do, you rest like I, like me, I'm in bed for like nine, 10 hours a night and I'm not rested. If you feel there's something happening, go seek help, go to your doctors. Maybe you have some sleep apnea issues, maybe, or maybe just there's some things that maybe some chemicals in your brain, maybe you don't have enough of melatonin to kind of like get you into sleep. Or, you know, maybe it's it's a therapist thing. Maybe you have to learn some techniques on how to slow your brain down to get it to be in a space. Or maybe you need some good energy music. Like there's music on YouTube, all these like insomnia help with the, the data, all the different types of, you know, wavelengths and the frequencies and the tones and stuff. And, you know, especially the delta and the theta waves, which is the deep sleep wave. You know, it's like helping search if you're like i'm trying to rest but i'm not sleeping go seek help in whatever capacity you feel it intuitively is right whether mm-hmm. you need an energy worker a therapist or a physical medical doctor mm-hmm. um seek that help because your sleep is worth it yeah. you're ne- it's necessary your well-being is necessary based on how much sleep you get well, your good co-creation depends on it, right? Because if we can't, we can't be at that space where we're in, it's going to be much more difficult to create. You can't, you can't be exhausted and create what your heart's desires. Yeah. Not effectively, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I keep getting reminded before when I used to say, why, you know, asking the universe, I'm asking for this. I'm open for this. Why are you not bringing this? And I really honestly kept getting the same answer. Girl, you're too tired. You couldn't physically keep up with what I'm I'm waiting to give you. Like you're too tired. We've literally had that conversation multiple times. Like here's the things that like, even with going forward with things with Freud's angels, like, well, you know, like right now isn't right now. I can't do it. I want to do it. I'm ready to do it. But right now there's, you know, like I can't do it, you know, and, and being able to, see this and turn toward that and be like okay on the other side of this is all those things yeah for sure so we're pro rest we are pro rest you want to manifest all in very much understanding how difficult it is yes absolutely (laughs) having complete empathy and compassion for those who are not 100 (laughs) percent. yeah so you know this is part of taking care of you and taking care of the vessel that you're in and I keep reminding myself of that because part of me hates having to rely so much on physical medicine, <laughs> but I have insurance for a reason and right. I have doctors for a reason. I might as well use it. Right. Well, and for me, I honestly, like I knowing, learning this, having you learn this, I'm just like, oh, like, it's almost like I see the dawn of the the new day for you too, of just being like, so many things will change. And you know it, you know, like, it's like that knowledge of like, wow, because there's been serious deprivation. Yeah. If there hadn't been serious deprivation, yeah, you know, it's a completely other, a a different story. But when you understand the deprivation of the regeneration of your body, you're like, oh, so when there is regeneration, (laughs) holy guac, like things are going to shift, things are going to change, like things are going to get easier, things are going to be they're going to go in motion 
And I don't spend three full days of my weekend just fighting to get rest and trying to get through the things that I have to get through in order for me to just lay on the couch and rest because I'm so tired. I want to, I want to do rest as, as a, I, I want to have good sleep so that when I choose to rest more, it's a conscious choice versus something that's forced on me because I'm not sleeping well. Right. Mm-hmm. To survive, like rest yeah. being a survival tactic, yeah. you know, it is not as great a feeling. <laughs> 100%. So we're here for you if you are struggling with any of it and to listen, to help, to sh- share, to direct, to, to be of assistance in any ways and serving you. Um, reach out to us. Um, and if you don't remember our email addresses or our websites, just go to the Freud's angels, um, page or it's Freud's angels at gmail.com, wherever, just reach out to us. We're here for you. We love you. Um, and we hope that you find deep and body healing rest. Take care, everybody. If you were triggered by anything said in this podcast, please dial 911 or go to your local emergency room. To more deeply understand your unique emotional reaction to today's podcast, I'd love for you to connect with me. You can find me at vanessaperrycounselor at gmail.com or at www.vanessaperry.net. And if you wish to take your healing further, through energy work or channeling angels or the highest level beings, please reach out to me, Grace, at graceevergreen.com or graceevergreen at outlook.com. And always remember you are loved, you are worthy, and the world needs your light. <laughs>